Welcome to the RPG Blender, where we give lesser played games or forgotten settings the roll the dice they deserve. I'm your host, Game Master George, thrilled to welcome you to the next chapter in our adventure. Our heroes are about to arrive at the day of the council. Will they be prepared for the challenge? Find out as we explore a new land of power and ancient secrets in Exalted Preparations. Welcome to the RPG Blender. I'm, of course, your host, Game Master George, and joining me as we return to Exalted is Craig. Say hello, Craig. Howdy, howdy, everybody. Uh, this is Craig, who plays Deerum Barath. Uh, a fun fact. Oh, uh, forgot about that, did you? Always do. Always do. A fun fact about Deerum Barath. Improv is that um i don't know what is fun what's fun um it's any fact. most of my facts aren't fun uh besides besides taking notes he's also a bit of an artist oh okay what's his medium uh just inkwell okay what he's what he's most accustomed to nice all right so moving on to the rhyming names <laughs> not much i can do with that Perfect. Uh, going on to the rhyming name we have greg say hello greg hello hello everyone I'm Greg. I uh, play Adramalik. Um, and Adramalik's fun fact of the week uh, is a follow-up to his fun fact of last week, where I said that I have a younger sister, and her name is Janisma. Janisma. Okay, an NPC that I don't need to name. I'm happy with this. And Rich. Say hello, Rich. What up, everybody? And you play? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I forget they would know by now. We're just jumping in the middle. We're just going to see. That's fine. No, I play uh, I play Rakeen <laughs> or uh, Smiling Mountain. And your fun fact is? Um, I am engaged to Janessa, you say? Who is that? What's her name? Uh, yeah, J Janisma. Thank you. Oh, you're engaged to Janisma. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> His little sister that's... just introduced, definitely engaged. Boom, that's who the arranged marriage is to. Thank you. <laughs> See, when I go first, I can't piggyback on anything. I gotta just, I, it's a cold open. It's the hardest thing to do in a show. Well, True. I already established that I have an arranged marriage, so it's just easy to be like, oh, and I said it was the house. Uh, well, I could have had one yeah. too. Nobody asked. You didn't tell. Nobody asked. But, I, but I'm saying the follow-up is the, is the question. <laughs> I mean. Okay, let's pretend it. you went last. What's your Ooh. fun fact now? I'm an Okay. <laughs> you were hired to do the artwork for their wedding invitations before. right 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 yeah I, I was the calligraphy uh guy <laughs> that was supposed to happen like last year it's we're, we're, that's probably done yeah i'm still waiting for payment yep all right so last time our heroes spent most of the time fighting amongst each other about the nature of slavery whether it is slavery to take a demon and dissolve its individualism and uh bind it into your essence it was decided that that is not slavery hell yeah <laughs> i was out <outvoted. laughs> uh, slavery bad don't need, don't feel like i need to say it but i'm gonna say it uh and then uh they each went their separate ways each of them attempting to do a little investigation on their own dirham made his way to his favorite place in the world a library where he read a little bit about the history of nachara where he learned about nachara's history of somewhat questionable acts in order to keep themselves safe including regular demon summoning 
to gain uh, an upper hand militarily against the barbarians, which threaten them constantly. Adramalik made his way to three different mask shops after being rebuffed at the first two. At the third one, learned that trying to replicate this mask would be highly taboo and likely to result in some serious issues. Did I miss anything there, Adramalik? No, no, just that the first guy seemed to be the one who made custom orders with mm -hmm. magic masks. The yes, first one. custom orders, which generally require you to pay a lot of some customizations that you would yeah. like done. Uh, anyway, Mountain then made his way to a bar where he made an arrangement with a bartender and a local beer supplier or drink supplier, liquor, whatever it is, and that they would open a sister bar in Nexus. And he would uh, presumably as a way of getting this guy out of Nachara to uh, get them down to Nexus. Also, or, I want to make money. Let's, also, let's he wants to clear. make I money. Want, I want to make money. <laughs> altruism runs deep in this group. I am very altruistic. I need money. <laughs> you need money to be altruistic. I understand. Right, Everyone right, understands. Right, anyway, today we leave, we jump in right where we left off. Uh, does anybody have anything that they do before going to bed that night? Uh, mm. I guess where I you... bathe. I bathe yeah. and stuff. I don't want to be smelling for the meeting. Theorem, where do you sleep? Do you go mm. back to the boat? I'm pretty sure you indicated that you were not intending to. <sighs> Yeah, still got some some prickly feelings about coexisting there. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, so where do you attempt to bed down? Do you live like a hobo? Do you go camp out in the woods? Or do you uh, actually attempt to get a place? Now, that's a great question. I think... And it's becoming the evening, right? And I, I uh, do I, I mean, do I have any of the remaining resources that we got from that first job when we were in Nexus? Sure. You definitely have enough to rent a room for an evening. Okay. So then I'll go, I'll go, I'll go that direction. I'll go try and find, not like breaking the bank. I don't want a hotel. I, I don't want, I don't want like a, you want a room like a shack somewhere. Exactly. Okay. Room that has a lock, you know, that's kind of my goal. The lock requires you to go to a couple of different places, but you do eventually find a place that has a lock. Cool. I'll take it. Okay. Okay. Uh, it is actually the second story of someone's building. They just regularly rent out the second story for people who need to stay in town for a night. Uh, it's not a true inn, but they promise you breakfast in the morning as long as you don't do anything too rambunctious with the evening. Okay. Uh, and I offer to like do something to help out around the house as well in the process. Like if they if they need uh, any sort of like repairs or anything alike, if there's like odds and ends that I can work on, I'm happy to do so. Yeah. There's it's not too uh, not too hard to find things that are in need of repair in the house. It's a nice place, but there's always little things that need repair in a house. I work my ass off to just get some of this like energy of frustration out, just like going back to things that I know, which is like tinkering, cobbling, just like all of like the, the, the things that ground things you. That yeah, exactly. Good to have an outlet. It's good to have mm -hmm. a hobby. Yeah. Yes. All right. Smiling Mountain. What do you do other than bathe? As we've established, uh, you are hygienic. Very hygienic. Um, I, uh, I go back and I do eat on the boat because there's always a good dinner on the boat and there's mm -hmm. no reason not to eat the dinner that's there. So I go and I eat there. And then after that, I mm, I spend a little bit of time in the evening just looking to see if I see anyone else kind of checking out the Hall of Records. I assume that getting an army in is very hard, but getting one or two people in is probably pretty simple. And so I, I would wonder if before an assault, there would be scouts and things just kind of looking. And I would like to talk to such a person that might have a different perspective. Okay. Give me your perception awareness. While he is finding his dice... <laughs> 
Adramalik, what do you do this evening? So Adramalik is sleeping in the crew quarters um, with the whole mess of his followers. um, When you return from the mask shop, you find that all of the beds have scooched quite a bit closer to the one that you're intended to be (laughs) using. (sighs) Okay, well, I suppose I'll turn in for the night. And he will go to sleep. Uh, he try. He'll try and like be quiet and stealthy as he like creeps over the sleeping bodies. Although I'm not sure if they're actually asleep or if they're just pretending. No, they're not actually asleep. There, uh, the beds were just moved in. But as soon as you start heading to bed, there's a wave of people that yep, okay. it's bedtime now. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna try and get some Z's as best as I can. <laughs> yep, surrounded by all of these eyes just staring at you all night, watching you sleep being a cult leader is fun i hope they get some sleep too like i genuinely hope they get the rest they deserve you know they, they, they've, they've done a lot do you wake up at some point and tell them go to sleep uh, well i say i'm going to sleep everyone i hope you all can get some rest and then i close my eyes and i lean back and i i hope that i can get sleep i don't know if there's a role to determine if i'm like freaked out by this i don't well, think it triggers my limit break so i'm i think i'm good i think i get i get my z's okay um, all right, so Smiling Mountain, what's your role? Um, first, we're gonna do a little bit of stunting. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying really hard at the call of records. Well, no, uh, so, so I, I try and find a building that's more like downwind of the building and everything like that, and I kind of just open my senses and again, I just try and think on what we saw while we were out in the wilderness, like uh, the ways that they were looking, the ways that they were moving, and everything like that. Even the way that the one was up in the trees, because I imagine that as she's with them, they'll hopefully kind of pick up on her mannerisms and stuff or just good mannerisms of a good scout as obviously she was kind of more of a forward party kind of person so i'm just trying to open myself up to those things and just take that in and then as the wind blows past me i'm just trying to take in the normal smells of the city and try and remember what my senses sense outside of the city and rekindle that okay give me your roll you can have give a me my stunt. stunt you can have a two dot <laughs> thank you you can have a one dot stunt now for that yeah i don't care <laughs> i just wanted it look at that, look at that cajoling oh i need God. i need it i already rolled that's why i was like i need some dice save, <laughs> save our cajoling for when we're fighting uh, the rope battle yeah exactly that depends why the controlling is happening because i needed it all right but that means ninth explode and so oh wait exploding just makes it two they don't explode yes in game. I'm, I'm wrong um so that just makes it two so that was one two three five and it was a one dot so five mm-hmm. <laughs> okay uh you watch you don't see the approach of anything who could be described as beast men or barbarians uh as you are watching their approaches you do at one point through your vigil uh see what looks like an owl far overhead what's that lady's name lore of autumn i'm gonna jump really really high into the air and be like lore, lore. <laughs> like, you're going to jump really really high in the air in the middle of the city well i was on top of a roof yeah is that better okay i mean who's gonna who's gonna see me it's okay. the middle of the night in the, Dude, in the city. i i combusted into a lack of existence you could jump as much as you want my friend All i right. jump really high but i, I thought both blow. of you were the ones who were trying to keep it on the down low okay but i've already no, established no. myself as a hunter of bad creatures, so it's okay but i'm like Lord, Lord of Autumn. <laughs> I like loud whisper as I jump toward the owl. Give me loud your strength whisper. athletics. Oh my god. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Alright. And then we'll add we'll add some spice to that. Why not? Not as good. But one, two after that. I think that's all of them. Uh, yep, that's all of them. Okay, so that's four, five, six. 
Okay. Uh, are you using any kind of charm to leap that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Obviously. What are you using? <laughs> the the monkey leap. Okay. Uh, you leap super high up into the air, and you as you approach this owl, uh, whispering, "Lore, lore." <laughs> uh, as you get closer, you can see that although it is a similar type of owl, uh, the coloring doesn't quite match the form that she displayed. I I apologize to what I assume is a mundane owl for no reason. Oh, sorry, sorry, my mistake. And I just trip back down to the roof. Okay. And then you go sleep at the guardhouse? Yeah, yeah. And I okay. think of what a cool owl that was. It was a pretty cool owl. Awesome. Uh, after your jump, the owl does fly away, probably spooked. That makes sense. I okay. thought you were a predator. So, that night, I need the resolve of Durham. Resolve? Yes. Am I being ambushed? No. Being drugged? <laughs> yeah, what's happening? Okay. Shouldn't have trusted that in. Where's my resolve? Uh, the heck is resolve? Resolve is one of your mental defenses. It is calculated by uh, wits integrity divided by two. Wits integrity. Rounded up. Yes, rounded up. Nice. Divided by two, rounded up. Two. Dang. <laughs> Okie dokie. It's not bad. That's what it's I have. pretty bad. Pretty bad. Well, you don't but get to I, roll it. It's just I a static it. value. That's true. So. It is just a static value. Yeah, it's static. It's the best you could get. What? If you don't spec into integrity and wits, why would you spend points in those skills when you could be stabby stabby? <laughs> Because it's what I prevents get... you from being stabby stabby on the wrong person. I'm gonna say, I guess we're gonna find out. <laughs> okay. No, I'm pretty sure there's no possible downside to this uh, this unfortunate uh, occurrence. As you sleep in this unfamiliar place, uh, you find your dreams unsettling that evening. Uh, it's probably due to your overall uncomfortable nature right now with everything that's going on, all of the conflicting events that are happening. Uh, but you dream of the city, but the city is on fire. You see hordes rushing through it and you see atop the Hall of Records what looks like a monstrous chimpanzee of, of enormous proportion, howling at the sky, razor-sharp teeth within its mouth as it begins to pound on the roof of the building before locking eyes with you and you jolt awake. Whew. That's a weird one. Um, okay. Uh, what time is it when I wake up? Uh, do you have any way of discerning time in the middle of the night? Well, I guess that's that's the first step. Is it still nighttime? It is still night. Uh, if you look outside, it is dark. Uh, the moon is high in the sky, so it's, you still probably have a number of hours left before the sun rises. What the hell was that? Uh, I'm going to just take a moment to recenter myself and just meditate on that awful experience to see if, I don't know, anything stirs up in me. And just at a minimum, just sort of recentering from this okay. and trying to just get back to a level mindset. So what are you doing? Like monster a... chimp. <laughs> are you throwing anything at this or are you just? Uh, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll throw, uh, I don't know. Um, let's say like wits occult. And he just goes back to his, his like normal, like simple practices of his, okay. of so his you're literally just prowess. trying to center yourself in order to get back to yeah. sleep. While, okay. while just, while just reflecting on that, you know, like going into his basic practices uh the average go-to's for how he like prepares himself from day to day just like as a reset from that and being like what was that and just tries to re refresh his mind based on what it was sort of solidify the memory of the dream okay. before it goes away in case it is something important so are you trying to actually like throw lore at this to try to learn what it might be or are you literally just i mean i i, I if there's something to learn i guess so but i have i sounds it seems like a feverish dream it seems insane but 
but I guess if there is anything that he that he's okay. somehow stumbled into while he's just like meditating and focusing himself, sure. Okay. Give me your intelligence lore. Very well. Probably just a freaking bad shit crazy dream, but mm, nothing is crazy with us. <laughs> <laughs> is it worth pumping? I mean, I guess I'm sleeping, right? So I could just pump a couple. I can mm-hmm. pump a couple. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Someone senses your powers, they come into your room, they kill you, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll pump a couple. Not enough to glow, but we'll pump a couple. Nice, nice, nice. Although I suppose nice. I could just personal it, but whatever. Uh so five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Uh as your as you meditate on this dream as you attempt to recenter yourself uh, the name Roxy keeps coming back to you as you think back to her over and over um, trying to recall anything that you had heard about her in your time um, eventually it does come to you that she is often known to appear in the form of a monstrous chimpanzee ah crap okay uh, obviously getting shaken a little bit more as it dawns on him. Uh, whatever magical practice he was just doing, sitting cross-legged on his bed, just kind of like fizzles, and he's <sighs> perfect. And then before he goes to bed, he's just going to do the same thing and try and meditate on the lore of Autumn. See if there's anything that connects. Pretty much trying to tether from his powers rather than his own mind. Sort of looking beyond his his personal experience and seeing if the inherited can unearth something. Pretty much trying to jumpstart that knowledge by using some of his manifested energy. So you're trying to see if she's lying about this or if you can actually find some spark of a bond within yourself. Yeah, anything, because okay. she had something and Deerum has nothing. So he's like, if, she, if there is even a remnant in what he is, maybe okay. that's a way for him to pull at it. Give me intelligence occult. Okay. And I will be throwing a significant amount of personal motes. Four, six, eight, nine. Another nine. Okay. Uh, as you center yourself, attempt to meditate uh it, it's hard it, it to effectively draw upon whatever this is that is giving you this power to try to find whatever link there might be but as you do so as you attempt to dive within yourself you can almost begin to feel something pulling you out toward her or toward where you know where you know that she was something tying you so i'm so though i'm not unearthing any memories i'm i'm actually feeling some sort of mm-hmm. pull yes. like actually uh a, a mm-hmm. um, well with a nine with a nine okay uh with a nine you do be you have some vague recollections of someone that you fought alongside long ago uh, someone who was by your side as you strove to improve the technologies to build your perfect city but whom whose goals eventually differed from yours and drifted away. Okay. Um, Darren takes a moment to reflect on that. Probably several minutes just sitting there sort of rolling that, I guess, sensation and vague uh, mm-hmm. reverberation of his past uh, around his head. Uh, and then once he feels like he's grounded again from his from his traumatic dream, uh, he'll he'll try he'll try and go back to sleep. Okay. It's not easy coming, but sleep does find you mm. unless you choose for it not to. <laughs> No, I'm good with the sleep. I'll take okay. the sleep. All right. Then the morning comes. Uh, Adramalik, how did you sleep? I slept like a baby. Oh, that was wonderful. How did all of you sleep? <gasps> we slept wonderfully. It was so uh, refreshing. Well, that's very good to hear. Well, um... They know, all have bags on their eyes from watching him sleep all night? Some of them do. I knew it. Well, uh, 
I guess but we should they get... all, without exception, have like those weird indents that you get when you like sleep on your hand on your face weird mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Like they were propping well, themselves up to watch him and then kind of <laughs> oh, drifted God. off un- uh, unwillingly. Oh, my God. Hey, you they wanted got... a cult. <laughs> I did. I did want it. I thought it would be fun. Yeah, I bad. feel I mean, terrible. It is. <laughs> You're I'm, I'm doing. Position. I'm helping these people. I'm doing a good thing. Adramalik is doing a good thing. Okay. Whew. All right. Cults are bad, though. Cults are bad. <laughs> okay. Um, Adramalik will will say to everyone, "Why didn't we all um go to the kitchens today, and we can all help prepare the meals together for breakfast?" But wouldn't that remove Stephanie? Stephanie? Yeah. Her name. Let's. Her name? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Wouldn't that remove Stephanie's sacred duty? I think since she's in my bedroom at the moment, um. She can stay in and sleep there, and we'll have everything prepared. She has one one day off, and I'll do this every Tuesday. Like I said, every Tuesday when we come around, I'll take over someone else's duties, and that way we'll all feel like we're sharing that bit of a load. But but don't worry, none of you have to go out and fight monsters and you know steal things and whatnot. That's I'll I'll still take care of that. <laughs> okay. Yep. They uh. They follow you to the kitchens where you assist them in cooking a delicious meal. How good are you at cooking? Uh, well, uh, he is a vegetarian, so he's just really making salads and like cutting fruit platters and stuff. So. Not that I know firsthand, but I'm pretty sure that vegetarians may have a little fancier cuisine than salads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, like, just, <laughs> it's okay. Ostracize that section of our fandom. It's all right. He, he, he gets food like... cooked for him. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know how to prepare it himself. He's doing the best he can. Uber eats these grapes. I eat these salads. That's his life. So, Smiling Mountain, I assume you come back for breakfast? Uh, yeah. You come back for breakfast, and uh, the pickings are a little different today. There's salads and grapes. There's no real meat, but there is salad, many salads spread across there of different types. George doesn't know what a salad is, but... (laughs) (laughs) I just... I just pour all of it into whatever the biggest bowl is, and I just keep on keep on eating. There is a salad bowl like that's empty that's left off to the side for you. Yeah, yeah. I just I, yeah, I pour a bunch of the stuff into there, and I eat that, and then I go back for like five helpings of fruit, and then you know, I'm upset. And Deerum, do you return to the boat in the morning? Uh, yes, I'll like help out around this person's place and whatnot, and mm-hmm. have breakfast, and just like thank them profusely. And the breakfast that they give you is not quite as extravagant as what you receive from Madramalik mornings uh but it is hearty a hearty um porridge with some meat on the side you're not entirely certain what the animal is but it tastes good enough i'm good with it it's okay i came from humble beginnings i can i can (laughs) handle a a humble meal okay and then you head back to the boat all right uh you arrive back at the boat as breakfast is finishing up and adramalik i assume you were there eating right yeah i'm I'm out there eating with everybody Mm -hmm. all right then you see deerum approaching ah Good morning. Good morning. How did everybody sleep here? Uh, everyone that was with me slept excellently, didn't we all? We did. It was the most restful night's sleep I ever had. I, I'm glad. Uh, I meant more specifically points to Adramalik and, and Smiling Mountain. Oh, slept good. I saw a cool owl. And, uh, yeah, went to sleep. Oh, that's a good sign. Uh, seeing owls in your dreams is always very, very no, good No, no, I saw the owl when I was awake. Oh, well. Um... I dreamt about throwing barrels. 
Stanley Hill or the man with the mustache? It was a weird dream. Very strange. You should tell me about that on another time. But uh, for today's uh, agenda, what were we all uh, feeling? Well, Adramalk, did anything happen with you while you were asleep? Did anything happen with me? Well, um, let's see. I slept with everyone in the common sleeping area. Stephanie yep. slept in my room. And uh, that that actually, I think that was a really great suggestion. Thank you for that again, Rakeem. I thought that was, was excellent. I really, I think the change in pace, it, like normally I sleep to one side, but this time I had to move to a different side because the, the mattress wasn't the same. Oh, and okay, because of that. Okay, okay, I, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't have time for whatever this is, uh, but it sounds like- You asked like, me how I slept. I, I'm no, just no, no, no. I meant your dream. You did ask. Your dream. Oh. I didn't really dream about much. I mean, I dreamt that I was back home. Uh, I dreamt that I was playing marbles with, uh, well- <clears throat> I'll get it. I was playing marbles. But, but, but nothing, uh, that was, uh, nothing impactful, uh, jarring, or uh, almost invasive. I mean, no. I lost to Jasper, but aside from that Cretan beating me, I, I mean, no. Theorem starts, like, pondering, and you see him start to fade off as he's just, like, thinking. Did you have your dreams attack? Um, maybe. Uh, I, had, I had a vision, uh, or dream, uh, that was a vision, or just uh, a nightmare. I don't know, but it was specific. It was of Nachara burning, and uh, a form that I was able to recollect is something that Roxy takes, the, the queen of these forces, the cannibal queen. A large, She's like... imposing, uh, monstrous chimpanzee. Uh, I, I, I beg pardon, but wasn't she like thousands of miles away in, in the city of Malanka? Yes, which is why I, I'm saying this was a dream. But So you had a bad dream. You know what you should do? You should eat up. This is uh, some good salad. You might uh, find it to your, to your tastes. So There's something special about the salad today. It could I'll also be very, it, uh, it could be more symbolic. Like you said you saw her attacking. The, the city was on fire. And you saw her here? In a giant monstrous form uh, atop the city, yes. But well, she's not more. intent on coming here, right? I, I mean, but that's why But her forces are here, so it could be more symbolic. Or somebody else might know that they are backing the other force and maybe sending these things into your brain. You've never had visions before. Has he ever had visions before? You've never had visions before. Why Aside from the one that you all had. Yeah, so <laughs> this doesn't make sense. If you had prophetic knowledges previously, this would make more sense to me. But you don't. Yeah, honestly. I feel like you just had a bad dream. I mean, if you were sleeping here no. on the boat, you might have been a bit more relaxed whenever you were sleeping last night. I'm sure it wasn't as accommodating. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. Theorem hardly ever tells me about this case. So I do not think this is remote. Do you have bad dreams often? Is that what that means? He, he doesn't tell you about them because he well, keeps them to himself? Or, or, I, I don't or... tell people my dreams. I barely dream. Ah, so there you go. But you, this was memorable enough for you to bring up. It felt real. Mm. You know what you should do? You should keep a dream log. You know, I have... Uh, Mark, could you get some of that, that paper over there in the binder? Yeah, in the, Mark the, trips the over himself, rushing over to get the I have paper. I, I have my own journal, thank I, you. I just I just stare straight at Theorem. I'm not even all the clattering and clamoring behind. <laughs> okay. um, I think we should maybe try and get out of the council today if they know anything about uh, Roxy. Roxy? Roxy. Yes. Uh, and uh, her involvement in the Horn. If they have no 
idea, then it wouldn't make sense for them to be attacking the stream, or maybe the stream was really prophetic. I mean, if to they your do point, know, if they react, that then would they be know, a... and then it may mean that someone is trying to sway you one way or the other. Not for anything, but all of us are very overtly around each other, with each other. We've come and gone from this city many times, and some of us uh, have been looking for things very specific through the council. So they may be aware of our presence, and we have a meeting. So they may just be watching us and seeing exactly what we're doing anyway, similar as we are trying to do uh, with them. If you were referring to me about trying to locate the source of their masks, I do believe I found the the uh, custom mask maker who made the masks for the council. If you would wish to uh, talk with him, we can go this morning. Interesting. Why? What we do? Well, I... if you found him, then what? He's not going to give us any information. And if well, it's so important that he makes masks for secret people, he's not in a position in which we can really assail him. So there's nothing we can threaten him with. There's nothing we can do to him, and there's nothing we will be able to do to bribe him with if he is such a good position within the city, right? Well, the city is going to fall when the forces get here of the Horde, and I'm sure he values his own life very much. Um, I mean, having a shop here of such renown, it's rather difficult to up and move. And also, not that he would want to, he has all of his contacts and buyers here. But if we could persuade him, perhaps just learn the name of the person who placed the order, we could locate them and perhaps see if they are tied to this secret organization. So if I was a person who owned the shop here, my view is not as vast as to see, oh, here are the forces that are coming. My view is on the immediate cheese. The city has always kept me safe. It has been safe a hundred times more, which is why a lot of people are not leaving this city, even though this attack is coming. The only people who are lightly worried is the guards, and they're probably only worried because they lose a few people every time, even though I have distinctly told them that this is going to be much worse than normal. So then consider this practice. How about that? If we can't convince a simple merchant that his life is in danger, what hope do we have convincing the full organization? Because the full organization has a better view of things and may actually know that this is much worse than previous. That's what... Uh, very well so then. If you my, see no point in talking to this man, I that mean... That doesn't mean can... that it's pointless to know him. If you want, you can perhaps check through his records, look into his mask making, see if he has a spare mask of one of their masks that you can give me, and then I can send out and track the other members. But our meeting is at what time today? Oh. Well, they just it is today, was... so it'll have a lot of time. Someone will probably come to the boat, like you said, they know where to find us. Mm-hmm. And as if on cue, Crap. you see a messenger <laughs> rushing to uh, the edge of your boat. Oh, well, here they come now. Maybe it's just for something else. Uh, Maybe, maybe. Uh, who greets uh, the arrivals? Uh, Do you have uh, a specific uh, member? Horus. Oh. Horus is probably the one who's up in front, but if Rakim like, pushes Horus aside, he's not going to stay. Yeah, I don't want Demon Horus touching anything. <laughs> demon Horus? I think Horus is a demon. Oh, okay, wait, you think Horus is a demon? After, So you had Horus talking normal. And from the interaction, after, remember? And then oh, after you think he, was he came replaced. back from, from looking for the mask, he was like, hello, yes. Mm-hmm. But, but, I, found, I found the mask place. I found, yeah, me. that was it. Oh, okay. And he was like, me. Here it is. Okay. Yeah, he was very just like ramp before. He was like, "All right, boss, you got it." And then he's like, <laughs> "Okay." Now he's, he's a little too good now. I don't trust. We, him. Didn't, we didn't throw anything at it, but we definitely, <laughs> definitely feel like. Oh, that guy's a demon now. Yeah, for okay. sure. Okay. Definitely, a demon. of course, of course. 
All right. Anyway. So, uh, Rakeem, uh, no, Mountain, Smiling Mountain. Ah, that's the arrow too. You make your way over to uh, the edge of the boat. Uh, the messenger comes up to you for you and hands you a sealed envelope. Thank you very much. Do you want some food? Uh, sure, sure. All right. I show him down to the food and I say, there's some salads and fruits. All right, guys. <laughs> Bring this he, dude into this into the bottom of a boat with a roof full yeah, of gold. He, he looks around. He sees everybody in the identical clothes except for the three of you. I, I, uh, he sees the looks being given to Adramalik and he very an slowly sits down at one of the tables and carefully eats. I, I give him an apple. I say, if you just want to go, that's okay, too. I would never be so rude as to refuse hospitality. And I've given it to you. Here's an apple and an orange and, oh. you, and you have a good one. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and he <laughs> swiftly walks off of the boat. Dear uh, mouths from to that the dude. Giant man. Leaves. Yeah, dear mouth <laughs> to the dude as he leaves. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it doesn't help him. <laughs> Rakim, did you scare the messenger off? He was oh, you, you sitting down to eat. Yeah, you know me. Always scaring people. What did he? What, what did he bring? Oh, he brought um, uh, a sealed envelope. Well, we can't eat that. I'm I... kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'll hand it over to Deerum because I don't have the best of luck with envelopes. All right, you open it up and you read it. Uh, it is a it is an invitation to the uh, meeting of the High Council of Nachara at uh, at the at the height of the day, lasting at most until sunset. Ooh, the long, so the long, that's a long time mm-hmm. block. It they is. give us quite a bit of time. That's, that's very good to hear that they're willing to talk We have a lot of stories so to tell, so this is probably mm-hmm. good. Okay. Uh, it lists a location in the town, uh, in the city. If you, you, you have a map, correct? You got a map. Yes, 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 yes my followers. Okay. So then looking at the map, you can see that it appears to be a large storehouse on the western edge of the city. And we're docked on the east side? North. North. North side. Okay. Okay. So can we see... Uh, can can we equate how long approximately it would take us to get there? Oh, just so uh, we know how much time we have. Doing a brisk walk, it should. Uh, since you have the map, and it shouldn't be too hard for you to make your way there, it would be no more than thirty minutes. Okay. So we, we do have time if we don't want really to. Really have time because if last, we went to the map details. Well, so we have a little bit of time before midday. I can make my way to the mask shop. I can slip in there, steal some of his records. We can have a little look-see over and... uh, No, nothing about those records because we would still need time to research what we found. Well, I mean, we could find the names of the people who ordered specific custom masks. Who could just be servants or people three times removed. It does not help Yes, of course. I mean, but knowing a servant of someone who serves the High Council, that is information. It would be rushed. I still think it's worth it if we need it, but right now it would be rushed. There's no... Well, then what do you suggest we do with the remainder of the morning? I mean, we could sit here and enjoy this wonderful breakfast. We should talk about what we're going to tell them. Okay, what do we want to tell them then? Well, this is... They're going to die? Here we we go. What are we going to tell them? Well, there's a lot to... Adramalic, there's a lot to tell them. So first, let's let some ground rules down. Nobody say the word anthema about us. Mm. Anathema. You mean anathema? Thank you. Yeah, don't say that. Thank you, Tom. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Always here to help. (laughs) Good one, Tom. Nice. Very nice. Um, so, yeah. So, we're not going to mention ourselves as that unless we're saying that we are not that. Okay? I don't know why they would think we are that. But. I'm not going to say. I don't know why you're looking it. at me. I just, I just, I'm not the I'm person not, who I'm, I'm looking at everyone. I'm looking, I'm looking and... at Boris. Stephanie is over there. Adiram. I'm looking at everybody. They're not going to say I will not say anathema. <laughs> 
you just you. said it. You said it right then. You, you just the said meeting. we went at the meeting. meeting. I won't say it at the meeting. You will not okay, refer to right. us in a po- in a positive or neutral manner, as in that, and, uh, unless it is about that we are not. So unless you're refuting that fact, then not bring it up. That's all I'm saying. Okay. To all everyone, right. to myself, even we're all right, making right. ground rules. <laughs> okay. Uh, as far as our direction here, I think that the point uh, to go about this is not to tell them what needs to be done, but rather try and find out more about this situation. We have information, but we need more insight on what's going on. And they can help us figure out the perfect picture. For mm. us to say that there's a barbarian tribe coming to get them and they're going to fall is going to be irrelevant. They've been dealing with it for a century. This this is not new news and it's not going to make them turn any heads. However, and I, Mountain, I think that this was uh, a perfect point. Details like Roxy, for instance, and what the Hall of Records has that is so imperative. These are the questions that we might be able to glimmer some details about it. We honestly think they have any idea what the barbarians are after, though. I absolutely think they know exactly what they're after, yes. I think they guard it very preciously. I think if they didn't know... Well, they guard knowledge because they've collected knowledge, but they certainly don't know the specific piece that the barbarians are looking for. I think they know exactly exactly what they're looking for, because I think that's why they're fighting so hard to, to protect it. Would you well, really that's go as for... much conjecture as me conjecturing about finding information about the locations and names Are of the you servants? really defending your bad mass plan while we're trying to figure out what we're going to do at the council? Okay, all right. Tell me how you really feel. Goodness. I am telling you how I really that. feel. We have four hours, Adramalek, please. Okay, we... well, go ahead and discuss it with your friend, then, if you don't value my input. To and Adramalek your... will storm off, he'll grab a bowl of salad, and he'll, in a huff, go <sighs> Uh, off uh, to his own his own room. I was gonna actually make a point to his. Okay, he's gone. Okay. You know he actually had a point. Uh, it was if, conjecture. Well, if they don't, if they don't tell us what it is, perhaps they don't know, and perhaps we can help them find out what the actual issue is. Another point of note might be putting the carrot out there so that the tribe doesn't come in. I think they would have done. So this is my thing, is and and, and this is and this is why I don't think they have it, which I was trying to explain before somebody compared it to a bad mask plan. <laughs> um. <laughs> Go on. Why would you go through all the trouble of losing men that you have to retrain, losing resources, increasing your wall defenses, which they have probably done throughout history, upping your uh, reliance on demonic forces and things of that nature? All these things that they've had to do, if they could just put the carrot outside, if they, like, why would they not? It must be something they want. There's no record that's worth that. Yeah, the normal city would dump a library outside for a horde if they thought they would make them go away, but they don't. I agree with what you're saying, but coming from an outsider, provoking might push them into saying something that they don't want to. Oh, so you're saying... Sticking someone like Adramalik on them to provoke these individuals to the point in which they get so frustrated as to tell us more information, that angle has possibility, especially if we have from noontime until sundown. Just as another tactic, I think that because we don't have so much information on them, we need every different angle of approach. There can be a bad guard and a good guard in this respect. But of course, we only have so many threads. We do. And the other thing is, what do we want to tell them? Do we want to tell them that there's a shape-shifting monster that's going to destroy their walls instantaneously? Not until our hand is forced. Okay. But I think the line in which our cards are played is important. Mm. And hopefully, information can be given for information. At a minimum, if we don't get an answer in our favor, we need to find out what's going on so that if we have to act in whatever action we deem necessary, we can do it and have no regrets. I agree with that. 100. So then I think we should have a... Uh... 
uh, a phrase or something that lets us know that it's time to start dealing out new cards. That's fair. That's a good point. We need him back in the room, though. Can we get him back in the room? Is he... Uh, Diram pokes his head out the hallway that Adramalik went to see if he's, like, just, like, around the corner or if he's just gone, gone. And He's, he's just... completely gone. Looks around for a servant. There's... They're everywhere. <laughs> um, they're not... They're not servants. <laughs> No, they're cockroaches. Looks, looks, uh. looks for, looks for a cult member. Uh, excuse, excuse me. Uh, did you see where Adramalik went? D- did they see where you went, Adramalik, or did you like I walk out the thing exactly and then go invisible, hiding? No, I wasn't hiding. I, I very clearly went towards my room. Oh, oh, let's go to that scene now. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, he was going toward his chambers. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and Durham will poke his head back into the room. I'm going to go get him. Give me a moment. We we need we need him on the same page. Uh, I don't disagree. You want me to stay here? No, come. Yeah, why, why would I? Why would I? No, I was going to say, good call. I don't know. <laughs> come. Come, yeah. please. Yes, come. But we need him on the same page. Let's. I'm not disagreeing with that. We have a lot to do. <laughs> as much as I love you ruffling his feathers, we. this is not the time for feathers to be I'm ruffled. not trying to ruffle feathers. I I'm, was trying to finish I, a point. I know, big guy. I know. Pat's him on the... I bear, I'm actually super easily placated in this year. <laughs> and we and we and we go towards his quarters. Okay, uh, Adramalik, you reach your quarters and you see as you end as you enter it. Uh, Stephanie still sleeping in there, not on your bed, uh, on the floor at the foot of it. Uh, Adramalik will go. We'll go up to her. Um, Stephanie, uh, oh, oh, how was your uh, how was your night? Uh, it, it was strange, but I found a comfortable place. Uber wasn't too loud, was he? I'm, sometimes he gets a little bit of night terrors, and you know some of the other people were complaining about bad dreams and all that. So. Uh, he so, was sorry, loud at first, but then uh, once I let him have the bed, he was very comfortable. Ah, that little, yeah. Uh, Adramalik will like shake his head uh, dryly and approach the bed and pull back the covers. This guy just is hogging the. Yeah, you see Uba there, like fully spread eagled, as large as he could possibly be, just starfished in the middle of the bed at a weird angle. So like. Not even lined up properly. Uh-huh. Yep. Adramalik is going to grab and pluck a grape from the nearby plate, and he's going to flick it at Uba while Uba's sleeping. Give me a give me a dexterity athletics check, please. Oh boy. Dexterity athletics. Alright, alright, alright. Dexterity five, athletics three, so that's eight. Uh, do I get a little bit of stunting for um... Yes, you can have you can have a stunt. You can have a dot stunt. Alright. All right, and my grape flicking roll is eight successes. Oh Whoa. my god! You kill your monkey with the goes grape. through his little monkey head. <laughs> you flick the grape at him, uh, just as Uba is going for like a big sleepy yawn. It lands in his mouth. Uh, it pops a little bit, like grapes do when you chew them, yeah. and he is startled awake by the sudden rush of grapey goodness in his mouth. Oi, Uba! What are you doing? You had your own bed, but you you took the bed from Stephanie. This was supposed to be her night. What are you... Better bed. Yes, well, I wanted to go to my bed now also, so I would appreciate it if you could, you know, shoo. And he'll make like a shushing, or a shush, uh, like a a go, (laughs) a get. (laughs) Uba will uh, scramble up, because Uba obviously knows that he, this is not his place. He is not supposed to be in the bed, I assume. At least not like this. No, he can, sometimes I allow him to sleep with me, but like... 
he's not supposed to hog the entire he's thing. He's taking advantage of the situation. He's definitely <laughs> taking advantage of the situation. <laughs> yep. And he he should know it. He should know it. And he does. Uh, as he's, it's just like a four-poster bed with like the little, uh, yep. whatever the color Yeah, it's thing. got the yes. little, little Great. Cord. Then he scrambles over to one of them, climbs up it, and then perches at the top to watch you. <sighs> Uh, Stephanie, I'm. I'm you see Stephanie you peeking up over the bottom of the bed, looking at you and Uber. Uh, I prepared breakfast for everybody. If you want to go out with the family, help yourself. You prepared breakfast? Yes, uh, as part of your uh, celebration of our shared family. Um, you were able to spend the night in my room, and I was able to spend the night in your room and fulfill some of your duties. Consider me lightening the load. Do I have to do your duties? No, no, no. I sorry. You weren't there when I gave the whole spiel. No, you don't have to go out and, and, and fight and all of that. No, no, of course not. Okay, I good. I left that, that life behind me. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please um, go and eat. Okay. And Stephanie stands up, packs up her stuff, and then leaves. Opens the door with her large, calloused hand <laughs> right. and sick wrist from murdering for years. <laughs> she yeah. wields those knives. Good for a reason. You, you got know? one bullet in the chamber, apparently. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you open the t- she opens the door, and as she does, and she makes her way out, you see Deerum there. Oh. <clears throat> Did you finish coming up with a plan? I'll just be quiet and nod my head when we're ready to go. Started, and you left midway, so we haven't finished. Well, my input wasn't valued, so I saw no reason to contribute. You, you left before I could value, so that's on you. I, I beg your pardon? I was explaining to Mountain that your process is antagonistic, which can help to shake these people into maybe giving us some information. When you provoke people into saying, well, you probably don't know what's going on, and you have quite a knack for doing that, that could, in fact, help us in this process while we try to not leave. Can we in the room? Oh, yes, yes, please, please, of course, of course. Thank thank you, thank you. Goes goes inside, looks for a chair or something. There's, like, no furniture at all. There's, like, a mound (laughs) of, like, like bubbles and shit and, like, pillows in the corner, and then there's like you know like uh uh what do you call that like a, a circle table like with a platter just filled with grapes uh that's you could like move the platter and like sit on the table because it's kind of like a low table but it's not and really a chair uba sees you looking around for a place to sit and scrambles off of his perch over to his bed in a very protective manner <laughs> Okay, let's let's at least get this sorted out. Just so that we're all on the same page. The point here is that we have only so much that we can lay out, right? But there's a lot of information that we need to glean. Whether or not we can succeed in actually convincing these people that there needs to be a compromise between these warring forces is besides the point. What we can discover will help us decide what we have to do, right? I agree. Very well. well what, what did you discover when you went to the library yesterday? Well, uh, besides the fact that uh, obviously there's something of note within the Hall of Records that the tribe wants. We know that. This has been going on for a century and it has been escalating. However, all of the cards have been in Ichara's hand. They know where they're going. They know what they want, or they at least understand their destination so they can defend it. So they have probably the other half of this picture. However, the public records aren't going to tell us what fabled uh, relic or rite or magical force or whatever this thing is that seems imperative for the barbarians that they need to come here time and time again and storm this city. They they know it exists there. Whether or not they know what it is is a different story. Ultimately, Something that maybe though, can be provoked. I feel like 
maybe perhaps we're looking at the wrong angle for this. I mean, it's good to know, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the information of knowing what the barbarians are after isn't worth going for, but ultimately, we just have to let the council know the threat. I mean, they haven't fought people like us before. I, if they have... Um... I agree with you, and I think that that is a card to be played at the end. I think that as far as gleaming as much information as possible before we explain just the severity of the situation uh, is key. And are we planning on going against the law of autumn? Are we considering changing our alignment here? I mean, given if they prove that they are protecting something that we can't allow to fall in the hands of these barbarians. I think, and he looks between Mountain and Adramalik, I think our alignment is to us and our purpose. I think that these are two different factions that have two different goals. I think compromise can be achieved, but we can also fail in that too. I think we're trying to make the best out of a very dangerous situation for everyone in between those who make the decisions. I don't think I'm bound to the lore of autumn, and I don't think we are bound to either one of these sides. So I think before we put all of our coin in one direction, we learn the picture and then decide where we land. I think that's what our approach should be here. Whether or not we convince them is besides the point. There will be time before this faction arrives and we can decide what we need to do following that. If we can convince them, then that buys us more time and maybe a peaceful resolution. But I think that we can all admit that this is a lofty gamble. Well, we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't think it was the right thing. It's at least the right step. Whether or not Nachara needs to be defended or the Lore of Autumn and the Cannibal Queen should be given the proper footing in this place. You know, the more you say that, the less and less I'm liking them. Yeah, it, it's, it, it has a bit of a stink to it. There's I, something I have very, to say. very wrong about eating meat, let alone human well, meat. I, I just think that if you were going to be named something, you'd probably hope for a better nickname than Cannibal Queen, unless that's what you're going for, and then that means something too. Uh, but I that's, think that's, that's the case. Yeah, but that's for us to figure out. Again, lots of details here, and I, I do believe she has a giant monstrous chimpanzee form. That might just be a, a glimmer from my dream, but I think that might be true, especially if she is the teacher of Lore of Autumn, who has already shown that she can shapeshift. She learned oh, yeah. probably from a better shapeshift. Understood. So just to summarize my thoughts, here's, here's and, and both of you reflect on this, let me know if there's any other things that we might be able to pull, because we're looking at strings, but we only have so many. So items of note for us to bring up is Roxy, the cannibal queen, and seeing how they re react to that. Lore of Autumn as well, the Broken Horn tribe, uh, as well as the Hall of Records and what may or may not be in there. Those are the main details that, based on how they react, how they respond, what they give and what they don't, we can get a little bit more of our picture, right? I agree. Uh, I would also add, we don't really have a full assessment of the city defenses. We know that they have a city guard and we know that they have strong walls, but other than that, we don't know if they have any other kind of armaments or weapons or special soldiers. It's possible they have a champion of some kind, perhaps a dragon-blooded or something um, that will serve in the defense of the city. And mm -hmm. knowing that information as well could prove useful in gauging whether or not they think the threat is not real enough. Because if they have a champion or if they have something that's protected them this long, I'm sure if they think it can't be defeated, they won't worry about any attacking force, no matter whatever we tell them. Um, just with what I know about warfare and everything like that, these people seem like wall fights, correct? Like they, and I'll do a roll if you like, but when I, when I look at how the history of these people go and what you generally assume barbarians have, you rely on strength or walls normally. So even just proving that they can take down walls normally enough. Uh, yes, it seems likely that they probably rely on the strength of their walls. Especially against a barbarian horde. It's just mm -hmm. generally what people do. And historically, as Durham 
said it's worked for hundreds of years. So, so the only thing that will probably convince them that the threat is real is that they are going to destroy their walls very easily. And that is the bit of the trickle of information that we can give them. If you're not dealing with the same enemy you've always dealt with, you're dealing with more, and they do have the capability of destroying your wall, your walls. Let them murmur it out for a bit and then tease what we can. So even the information and the strings that we have, we don't have to give up all at once. And if they're like, well, who is this enemy? You'd be like, well, what enemy would we threaten you? What, what if Nexus decides to destroy you? What if it was the Empire come to bring you the heal? We don't have to give them all of the information immediately, especially if we are looking for information to get better. I agree, partly, but I would say we don't want to outright I just want to just jump in to here them. quickly one thing. Uh, the, it, would, it would be called the Realm, not the Empire, just to get that out there. That the would realm. be a proper name for okay. it. The Realm. They may have their own scouts. I'm sure they know uh, the origin of this horde being barbarian in nature. I don't know if we could perhaps paint it as the realm attacking. Uh, I, and I would I said they careful. have another ally. It's possible, but if we mislead them too much, they may not trust us later. It's not about session. misleading. So the thing is, is it's about pointing out there that we know they have a more powerful ally, which is not a mis misleading. And if they're like, well, who is it uh, that you think could threaten us? So who is it you think they couldn't threaten you? Do you think could threaten you? Do you think I see what you're saying. You? But I agree, we can't just outright lie. And I'm not talking about lying. We're just not giving them everything all at once. So we're not just going to say, oh, they have a, an Ankylosaurus that's going to come across them. Each step that we take while not revealing the entirety of the statement gives us a little more of insight on just how much they're openly dealing with us. Uh -huh. If they truly trust us and are cooperative, we can get a lot more out of this. We can discover a lot more and find out where their intentions lie. But for a council that hides their identity via magical means of customized uh, masks, so you can't even see the individual. Information is key. I also do not know if we're going to be actually talking to the council themselves. We could just be talking to demon puppets wearing masks. Also fair. Wearing those robes, probably know. Would we have any way of detecting that, since we now know of their origin? Would it matter? As, as long as they're a mouthpiece of the council, it really doesn't matter, I, I would say. I mean, as long as we're communicating with the council in some fashion, I think it's fine if they bring body doubles that are demons, that are, as long as they're espousing the views that the council holds, I, I assume it wouldn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference for conversation. It makes a difference for power. So, for example, there is no there is no power in me being there. My physical form poses no threat to a puppet. Mm. It's a safety precaution. And, and I do not know if this is true, but these people have been smart enough so far and we know they rely heavily on demons and disguise demons and have masks and all sorts of other weird things so this would not be surprising to me it could be one person wears my mask you put the mask on a demon and it says what you say i don't then perhaps uh, i'm saying that i don't like think to... physical threats are going to work so if you guys are like well rakeem show him who's boss i just I don't think it's going to matter i have something that i can do if i look over the area before we go to it since they gave us the location i could scout out some areas that are better for hiding and better for vantage points and if you and Deerum were the ones to take part in the conversation I could lurk in the shadows and note the location of any watches and I could perhaps even follow them hmm. you could give it a shot but I, I assume they know about you that's all out of I'm out saying. of character I have a charm that if I like yeah. watch a location for a specific duration I can like make stealth rolls and like bank them yep. and then use mm -hmm. them uh, down the line mm -hmm. yeah so I'm just telling you that I think they know of your presence already for sure well um, they also if they've been keeping tabs on me know that I recently uh, went out shopping for masks I can go and purchase a mask and then have one of my followers stand in for me go for it I guess 
it's it's up to you. I I do not. I don't think. I don't know how this theoretical magic I'm describing would work. Anyway, they could actually be there. I don't know. Do, Andrew Malik, do, do you not? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not opposed to your suggestion because if three of us showed up, if four of us showed up, if this whole boat showed up, uh, they would probably still hold council regardless. And I think Mountain's probably onto something here. That there's probably precautions put into place in case uh, meetings became unruly. Uh, we're walking into their realm. I have no doubt of that, of course. Do, do you want to be part of the actual conversation? Because if you do that, I think that getting that potential extra insight into the situation could be valuable, but that also means that if you want to have any sort of say in this, you won't. Which is part of the problem, because uh, your, your nature was part of the plan. Well, I trust you two. You've obviously been at each other's back for longer than I've known either of you, and... I think you're capable enough if you so choose to hold the conversation by yourselves. If that's what you want to do. I'm just, I just want to make that clear. I don't, we don't know what we're walking into. And yeah, what I said could be wrong. Then it would probably be best to have someone on the outside. I don't mind being that person. Okay, then. Then I, I support it. It's smart to have additional eyes of a keen, keen position, being able to take in as much of the situation as possible. I will say, now that I'm thinking about that as an additional aspect to our meeting. If you're found, we look all the worse. Oh, we look all the better. A secret society that takes as many precautions as themselves would understand. Potentially. Subterfuge against uh, against uh, in preparation of a meeting is still that. And it's so, their house. Although they may respect the action, that doesn't mean they appreciate it. And it will still be a chip we played against. Us. But that you are correct that they could also potentially see value in, a, in individuals who are not stupid. But also, who knows what a secret society that constantly uses the machinations of demons and potentially other things. To your point, we don't know just how much their arms have increased. This has been a battle that's gone on for a century. And before it probably starts starts with sticks and stones. And now there's a city built around what the, what the focus is. Well, the thing that you said, uh, these men or whoever they are and their demons are but that, men and demons. And we are... And Adramalek catches himself from saying the A word. <laughs> uh, and then just gestures. We are who we are. Good job. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then he'll just casually just like start plucking grapes from the, the grape bowl and just popping them in his mouth. Okay. Well, I do not like this course of action, but I am okay with it. If you don't want me to go. I don't, I want you to stay with us. That's what I, that is what I would like you to do. But... He's worried about you being separated from us. Or if you have some insight that we don't have. I honestly don't know what sort of insight I would have. I'm not you don't, quite. You don't I think or talk the way we think or talk, Adramalik. Yes, but that's been a bad thing. Also, so I've been led to believe. But Zero just told you how that's probably a good thing in this situation. <sighs> the point I was trying to make when I came here is that the exact angle that you were going at that actually got under Mountain's skin, and Mountain is very tolerable. You've seen the things he's gone through. Sure what would best. that do to a normal person? Probably drive them up the wall. Yes, <laughs> and maybe say a thing they didn't want to. Okay. I'm fine with talking, though I'm not a very warm person. That's why I am with Mountain. Uh, I, <laughs> I am, I am more a thinker. I am, I am more a, a doer. I am, I am nothing more than than that. Though when it comes to personal interaction, it's not my forte. It never has been. Uh, it's easier to learn than it is to connect. Very well then. How about a compromise? I will go 
to this location. I'll scout it out, have a look around, make sure that I know the ins and outs in case the situation turns south. I can at least show us the path of least resistance to return to the boat. Um, and I'll accompany you at the meeting. This idea I like. As long as that's what you actually want to do. Just so long as you understand where we're at. The point I... of us coming to your room was so that we could be on the same page. It would be bad for us all to go in three different directions in a conversation to try to convince leaders to bend a knee to a, to an invading tribe. It's a near impossible task, if I'm being perfectly honest. Mm, I think another thing like that we that should talk about, though, is the, the carrot that we can offer them, which is not I just would... you survive. It is if you do this, if you say, we'll lie with you, we will supply you, we will do everything we can to like house you, we'll give whatever these barbarians want from the Hall of Records, it's theirs, whatever you want. And you can use outside of our city as a staging ground, but we won't say that we've been attacked, and that way you can keep moving forward right on to the next city. So if they say, yeah, we go, we'll go for it. So if this city goes for it, they should still prepare for a fight. And the reason they should still prepare for a fight is because if Lord of Autumn gets here and says, no, I don't want to do that, that wasn't the plan, I don't care, then we have to fight Lord of Autumn. She would be wrong to cross us, especially when we delivered what she asked. And so us. the carrot that we can offer the city is, is if they do not go for this, then we are here. Agreed. We also need to acknowledge the other fact that the Lore of Autumn and the Broken Horn tribe have intention of bringing people out of here to their homeland. Mm. Oh, yeah. Forgot Back to that. Mahalanka. Yes. Eaten by the cannibal queen. Really? They don't know if they'll be, and they'll be put into a special cast where they'll probably live and prosper for their lives. As Lore of Autumn suggested, <laughs> they, they would be put put to work they would be given lives They'd but they would they somewhere. would transition into their society which could mean feeding them to the cannibal queen that is a possibility now that you say that out loud <laughs> i really didn't that would say be that. yeah that would be pretty bad uh transitioning into their society mainly we the really belly of the leader in the form of sustenance Ugh. well mm. well she did say that they could just like die of old age and stuff but really it'd be hard to die of old age if you're getting eaten all the time well when you have a full belly you don't go for your second plate but but i but i agree with with your sentiment there mountain one of the points here is overall safety for their people that's the most concern of mine but while they deal with it with a entity that nachara does not hold love for as the immaculate order and that of the like which uh this force the broken horn tribe and roxy do not seem to have love for either uh begin to make their way in direction of changing the world for the better quote and unquote uh uh, one of the main points to be made is that we are here and we are making our presence known because we want to see what is done right done. And I think that that is hopefully the greatest sentiment that can be had. That's, yes, that the, should get them on our side at the very least. The character that we find from all of these other questions and strings of information is what makes that last sentiment worth it or not. Hmm. That is the reality of this, in my opinion. We should also be aware that in doing this, we are putting the three of us in the middle of their leaders with all of the information saying we brought this we have information we know what's going on and if they don't like anything they heard they will say cool you're coming with us It'll make it easier for uh or of all them to get into the city so that's true that. it's, it's a little early but their heads <laughs> uh, that was the other option but just a another point of note we should be ready for a, each avenue which is why we said we should be ready to have the boat leave yes so the boat should undock and be on its way out of the city for Hand, and then if all goes well, we can always read that. Then I will make uh, preparations with Horace, and I'll swing by the mask shop, pick up a mask for myself. Or did we say to be a bit outside of the, of the city so they can't blockade the 
soon. I think that was the plan. Like we would meet them a bit downstream. I'll leave that decision to the two of you. Whatever you think is the is the safest and best. Probably don't want to be anywhere where they can get the boat in front of us. Yes, I agree. That doesn't sound like um, it would be good for us. Okay. All right. So how are we going to indicate that we already start giving them more um, information? Mm. I could give Uber a grape. It should be a word we can all use because we all can't give Uber grapes. Or good. he likes it if you do that. Or it could be an action unique for each of us. Hmm. If Adramalik were to give Uba a grape, that would be his. What if Uba starts begging for grapes? He better keep <laughs> Uba in line and Durham <laughs> shoots Uba a very knowing look. Uba was in the process of working his way over to the tray of grapes. Maybe it just stops. a saying or a posture that you could do completely outside of that. Like, I'll just squirrel my beard mustache a bit or something. Sure. Or even if, so long as you can contain your ac- your your energy, uh, three toe taps on the ground. Just idle thought. That would be too obvious. If I, was I feel like, like yeah, for Rakim especially, given the size of his um, <clears throat> and feet. Hooves, yeah. And twirl, twirl, twirl your mustache. You got it. <laughs> I will. Hiram will break out his fire wand and. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is how we know we're ready to get into more conversation. I feel like when it's time to fight, we'll all be probably on the right page. All right, I'll uh, go make preparations with Horace then. And I'll see you all at the, uh, should we meet at the boat before heading into the meeting? Or would you like to meet me at meeting place? You intend on scouting in out before we uh, enter, correct? Yes. We'll meet you two blocks ahead. Uh, or, 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 yeah, away rather. Two, two blocks from the location. Yeah. In Unroll's map, points at it. This, <laughs> uh, the gist of this area. Look for mountain. It will be done. Thank you so much for taking the time to enjoy our show. Come back next week for the next part of our adventure or join our Patreon for early access to the next episode, as well as our Patreon exclusive campaign of Rippers. If you like our content, consider supporting the channel alongside our first patron, Bubble Dirt. But of course, don't forget to check out our tutorials and video plays on YouTube at The RPG Blender. If you want to stay up to date on our releases, you can join our Discord. Check the description for a link. Don't have Discord? No worries. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RPG Blender. Or subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Music is The Punk Rock Show by My Free Mickey. Copyright 2012. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License. Thank you again, and remember, there's gaming outside the Forgotten Realms. Forgotten Realms.